Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you for taking a few moments to listen in today. Over the last few weeks, we've had the wonderful opportunity to have brought on guests onto the podcast, and hopefully uh, you were able to to learn something, to be able to practically take something uh, from those particular interviews and apply them into your business. In a couple weeks, uh, we'll pick up, we'll have uh, another interview or two. Uh, that I think also will provide uh, some help to you and to your business as you move into 2022. What I'd like to do today is to, uh, I'm going to give you a list of 21 items that I think are going to be helpful for you as you begin to transition, wrap up 2021, and enter into 2022. Some of these are going to be pure compliance related. Others will be uh, a list that if you're a solopreneur, maybe items that you're going to have to do or hand off to your, to your, um, uh, to your finance team uh, to be able to make sure that uh, these particular items are done. I think this will be helpful. It's going to be, uh, I think, overly practical, if anything. Uh, some of these items, I think all of these items, uh, I think for most businesses, you're going to need to make sure that they're all completed uh, before uh, you really finish the end of January. Some of these are items you want to make sure you get taken care of uh, before this week ends, uh, the last week of 2021. So 21 year end task for 2021. And, and of course, I think these, uh, this list can be, uh, uh, can be applied to, to any year. But as we wrap up this particular year, trying to give you some practical help as you wrap up this year. First of all, uh, review your licensing requirements. So if you're, you're in a business that requires a license, uh, I know, of course, as an accountant, uh, there are various licenses that, uh, that we have to have in order to, uh, to be compliant both at the state and the federal end, and, and we want to make sure that those are, those are up to date. Not just your licensing requirements as it relates to work, but also your licensing requirements for the business. Most towns, municipalities, cities have a, an annual license uh, requirement. Make sure that that license requirement, uh, you've sent out the application, you paid for it, uh, that way you have a, an effective license or a, an, an active license going into 2022. This can also be true at the state end as it relates to the sales tax. Um, so if you have a, in Indiana, where we're housed here, they have what they call a retail merchant certificate. Uh, it's called different things in different states, but basically allows for you to be able to, uh, to either sell goods, sell services. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, if you're, you're in a business that has some sort of a specialty, if you're in the restaurant industry, for example, there may be other licenses that, uh, that uh, you're required to have. So make sure that those are up to date and uh, they're ready for 2022. Next, make sure your, your annual, annual reports are filed with your Secretary of State or your Department of State's office. So most states, uh, and all states that I know of, have either an annual or a biannual uh, requirement uh, to go through and, um, uh, and, and a report that gets filed uh, either every year or every other year uh, to keep your entity active with the state. Uh, so make sure that those reports have been filed. So uh, most states have a um, have a, a search tool. You can go online in the Secretary of State's office, uh, search your business, make sure that report is up to date. If not, most states, uh, you can go in, file it yourself. If not, reach out to your attorney or your accountant and make sure that those reports have been filed. Next, number three, and where this is extremely important, uh, you're going to find this to be extremely important, is if you're dealing with either an audit scenario or a lawsuit. And that is to make sure that you hold your annual meeting. So if you happen to be a corporation, uh, you need to have an annual meeting. Uh, most of the time that's, uh, you know, re-electing uh, your, your officers. Now you may say, Josh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a single member. I'm sorry, I'm a, a sole owner, sole shareholder, a corporation. Still, you need to have an annual, you still have an annual meeting where you essentially re-elect yourself uh, to your position. So if you're the president and secretary of your company, you need to have meeting minutes that state such. Uh, make sure that's done before the end of the year. If you happen to be an LLC, uh, you'll want to have an annual membership meeting. You want to make sure you're following your bylaws if you're a corporation, following your operating agreement if you are an LLC. And please, I want to point this out. If you have an entity, uh, I know a lot of people, they kind of just go on and they, 
they can pull an EIN, they can uh, pull articles of organization, uh, and uh, they say, okay, I'm an LLC, and they go and begin operating. Please make sure you have an operating agreement in place. Uh, this is going to dictate how your business is to operate. If you end up getting sued, they're going to ask for these things. They're going to ask for your operating agreement, and they're going to ask for your annual minutes. Uh, if you don't have these, it's going to be a way to then kind of pierce through the veil of your entity and get to you personally. So make sure that you have these in order. I would strongly suggest probably for most businesses that they work with their attorney uh, or and their accountant to make sure that these, uh, that these particular documents are compliant. These are state compliant uh, documents as well. So um, make sure that whatever you have in those agreements are compliant with your state. I understand you can go on to these websites and they'll give you kind of a boilerplate agreement. The problem is that uh, sometimes these agreements are not compliant with the laws of the state that you are in. So make sure that you have those annual reports filed. Make sure that, uh, uh, that you, uh, you have your annual meetings and that those meetings are compliant uh, and are and aligned with your, with your operating agreement or your bylaws. So if you're a member of your organization, they're going to have that annual, have that annual meeting. A lot of times it's maybe helpful to have this in conjunction maybe with a year-end budget meeting uh, where you sit down and, and review a budget. Whatever that looks like for you, just make sure that you have that annual meeting to where you're retaining uh, or replacing officers or members or managers within your business. Next, number four, conduct an inventory count as of December 31st. So assuming that you are a, uh, an annual a calendar year taxpayer, if you're not, uh, you'd be doing this at a different point of the year. This should be something you're doing every month anyway, uh, but especially as year end, most, most uh, businesses uh, and individuals are, are, um, are calendar year. So I would uh, suggest that, strongly suggest that as of December 31st, you have a physical inventory count. Uh, so make sure you have that inventory, you have that inventory number. Now, this is not your, uh, your, your number as to what you would sell it for, but your number as far as what you actually purchased it for. So you actually go through and you do a physical inventory count. Uh, this is what I have on my shelves, and then, uh, and then make sure that you have, that, uh, you have those numbers and you, uh, you're ready to turn those over uh, to your accountant. Uh, that way um, you're able to, number one, do your sales tax reconciliation, make sure that that's all uh, properly uh, filed for the year, as well as to make sure you have that ending inventory number uh, for your tax return. Uh, <clears throat> number uh, five, review large pur purchases for capitalization requirements. What I'm talking about here is for essentially for depreciation. Okay, and also uh, review your, your, fixed, uh, your fixed assets. So as you kind of work through and your personal property. So go around your property, uh, how many computers do you still have there uh, on, on site, your desk, etc. Uh, some of the items you may have disposed of during the year, uh, you'll want to know that information. So make sure you're going through, you, you kind of do that physical count of your both your personal property and also your real property. And also to see if there's anything in your books that needs to be depreciated. So if you have larger asset purchases. Now, you can have company policies that state everything under a certain threshold as it relates to personal property you can directly expense. Um, and uh, But that does need to be a company policy. There is kind of a little bit of a safe harbor there. Um, but if you, uh, if you have larger items, you bought a file server, for example, for the office to make sure that's just not stuck in as office equipment, uh, but to make sure that that's being uh, properly depreciated and is properly represented on your balance sheet. And then also any sort of assets that you may have disposed of in your business, any sort of personal property, desks that you may have thrown out, computers that no longer work, et cetera, that, uh, that you have that count and know exactly this is what we have on property. Not only is this helpful for taxes, but also for insurance purposes as well. Next, uh, number, uh, number six, review uh, your, uh, your aged accounts receivable for bad debt or for collection. So as you kind of go through, review your receivables. Now, I do this with my team every month. 
Okay, but we are um, we are heavily focused on our receivables. But in your business, if you have receivables, make sure you're sitting down at year end. Uh, do any are in these items? Uh, are we do we want to write these off? These are not going to be collectible. We're going to go ahead and write these off, or do I need to turn these over uh, to my attorney for for collection efforts? Uh, but make sure you have that done uh, by uh, for December 31st or at the end of the year. Number seven, uh, re, uh, review accounts payable for any possible adjustments. So sometimes you go through, you're booking your payables, either items may have gotten missed that you didn't pay. You want to make sure those were paid by the end of the year to take advantage of the deduction if you happen to be cash basis versus accrual. Uh, or uh, maybe you just simply missed paying a vendor um, or a situation to where maybe a vendor gave you a discount, items were returned, but you didn't adjust the payable. So make sure that you go through, you review your accounts payable as well. Next, number eight here, review other current liabilities. And this would be primarily payroll and sales tax. Uh, just this morning, we had our, uh, our t weekly team meeting, and I gave my team the direction to make sure that we have all of our uh, payroll taxes paid by the end of the year. want to make sure that's all flushed out of the books, but you want to make sure that that reconciliation is done, that your payroll taxes, uh, payroll tax liability numbers are correct, your sales tax liability number is correct as of the end of the year. If you happen to be cash basis, it may be one of those situations to where you want to make sure that those are paid by the end of the year as well. Number nine, confirm your loan balances. So go through, um, look at the loans that you have on your books, uh, make sure that those balances are correct. Your interest is booked correctly and those, uh, those uh, balance sheet numbers are also correct. Uh, number, uh, number 10, review personal uh, versus business nature of transactions. So you may want to take some time, go through your books. Did you book some travel that was business that actually should be personal? Did you buy some items and you, know, you, you, you bought some items over the holidays on your Amazon card, your business pays your Amazon card, and you wrote those off as, as an office expense? Uh, you really need to kind of go through, uh, review the books, review your purchases, make sure the books are correct as it relates to business transactions versus any items that really should have been personal and those need to be flushed out uh, and taken off of the uh, off of the P&L. Number, uh, uh, number 11, review and properly books any funds received through grants or federal or state relief. And uh, especially this would, uh, this would be related to any sort of PPP loans that you may have received, any sort of other type of help that you may have received. PPP loans, if they were, forgivable, if they were forgiven, if, uh, you'll want to make sure that those are, uh, those are booked as, as other revenue, uh, as other non-taxable revenue. And, they don't get, uh, uh, and they don't, they're not just hanging out there on the balance sheet as a loan that still needs to be paid, but to make sure that that has been taken care of. If you received an idle advance and that idle advance uh, was, uh, um, was forgiven. Okay, you want to make sure also that that is booked as other revenue and you don't leave that as a liability on your books. Uh, you may have received other federal or state grants that are not taxable, uh, those types of things. You want to make sure that those all have, have all been booked correctly. Number 12, reconcile all bank and credit card account, accounts. Now, of course, this will be something that will be done uh, at the beginning of the year. Now, uh, unfortunately, we run into a lot of situations to where a clients don't ever reconcile their books. So they're trying to do their own bookkeeping or they're using a bookkeeping service and they're not going through and, and reconciling out those bank accounts and credit card accounts every month. That is something that does need to be done uh, before you get into the process of, of uh, issuing 1099 to your, to your vendors, to your lenders, uh, and then uh, also uh, W-2s as well as getting to the point of, of your tax returns completed. So you want to make sure all those bank accounts and credit card accounts are reconciled. I generally suggest that most business owners have, those, have that done by the 10th of every month. Okay, but if you've, if you've gone a time, you haven't done that, make sure that it's, uh, that it's completed before you get to the point of getting those compliant documents out at the end of the year. So reconcile all bank and credit card accounts. Uh, this would also include lines of credit, etc. Number 13, reconcile prepaid accounts and accruals such as payroll. Now, this isn't necessarily for tax, 
Uh, but if you are in a situation to where you have gap-based financials, especially, or if you're in a situation to where you're going to be sending your uh, your uh, accrual-based financials to a bank, you'll want to make sure that you have your accrual book. And uh, so a lot of this uh, would uh, uh, was maybe payroll. You need to book part of your payroll one way or the other uh, to make sure that you're properly uh, uh, representing your, your payroll expense on the books for, uh, for 2021. So go through all of your accruals, make sure that those are, are booked correctly. If you listen to this, you don't know what I'm talking about, it probably doesn't apply to you, okay? Um, but if you're in a situation to where you understand what I'm talking about, you'll understand that is something you'll want to make sure you have uh, finished as we, as we wrap up the year and move into the, uh, into the first part of next year. Number 14, uh, reconcile point of sale reports with revenue and deposits. So if you go through and you have a point of sale system, so if you're selling some sort of a product and you go through and, and I'll use some, uh, somewhat uh, antiquated terminology here, but kind of go through and you, uh, you cash register, you, you compile those receipts, uh, those reports, make sure that those all reconcile together with your deposits. If you have a variance, why? Okay. Uh, did you take cash out of the cash register to pay for items? Okay. Those types of things. Make sure that uh, that's all reconciled out. So your point of sale reports have been reconciled uh, to, your, uh, to your deposits. Next, make sure all bonuses, retirement, or other employee benefit requirements are paid according to employee contracts or company policies. Okay, and this is something you want to make sure you're, that's done by the end of the year. So if, you, um, if you're supposed to be, uh, um, have some sort of company matching in retirement accounts, uh, employee benefits that, uh, that should have been paid, make sure that uh, bonuses uh, according to uh, whatever sort of employee contract that you have with your employees. Going back once again to, to, to contracts, we talked about agreements earlier uh, as it relates to either bylaws or an operating agreement, uh, would strongly suggest that you have uh, employee uh, agreements as well, uh, employee contracts in place. But make sure that whatever you're doing, make sure that those uh, have all been met by the end of the year. Number, number 16, uh, compare budget to actual and trending to identify any material variances or ab abnormal abnormalities. So you went through, hopefully your business has some sort of a budget, okay, but go, run through, sit down, look at your budget to your actual and see are there are some material variances. Now, this is something realistically you probably should be doing on a, on a monthly basis at, at, uh, at um, uh, if not quarterly basis. Definitely doing this annually is not the best idea. Uh, but if you, if you are doing this, and hopefully you are monthly or quarterly, you sit down uh, as we approach the end of the year and see if there are some material variances. You want to do this for two reasons. Number one, to see if there are, have been some serious cost overruns in some areas. Okay, uh, we are in a, unfortunately in a year where inflation is really starting to take effect. That might be part of it. Okay, uh, you may be over budget simply because things cost more. But then you know this is an element that you need to uh, need to work into your pricing going forward. Do I need to Im increase my prices because I know that certain things are costing us more? Is it a situation to where uh, you have employees in your business that you allow them the ability to go through and, and purchase items? Maybe they're not being prudent with the way uh, with those responsibilities. This will help you uh, provide uh, provide you some of that insight as well. Or lastly, uh, in, a, in a worst case scenario, it may be a situation to where maybe you have employees, unfortunately, that may be taking things from you, spending company funds uh, inappropriately or even illegally. Uh, so if you're going through and you're looking at your budget to actual, this can help provide you insight into a few different areas into your business. And as we also approach the end of the year, I think a really good idea to begin, uh, if you haven't already, to get your budget prepared for 2022. So compare your budget to actual and trending to identify any material variances or abnormalities. Number 17, reconcile any sort of paid time off uh, policies that you have uh, to make sure that your liabilities are there correctly. It's kind of going back to the accruals earlier. If you have a, a PTO policy, you want to make sure that, uh, that you uh, that you're have those booked correctly as well on your books. Number 18, scan or file all receipts and supporting documents. 
a few years ago at the firm level, we went paperless. So if you come into our office, the only paper that you'll see on our desk are notes that we take or clients that happen to stop by and, and we didn't get those scanned in. But um, if you're, you're in a company, you really should try to go through, get everything stored electronically if you can. If not, uh, make sure you have all your receipts compiled, put into a box and, and, uh, and put away. But ideally, uh, get, get everything scanned in, get everything organized as we, uh, as we get ready for a new year. So scanner, uh, scanner file all receipts and supporting documents. Number 19, uh, generate backups of all important data and retain pursuant to your data retention policies. So in the uh, years ago, uh, in the business that I worked in, we, uh, we used to have, you know, disk we used to take off-site, okay? This was part of our data retention policy. Now, most everything kind of stored in the, in the cloud. Make sure that you have your, your backups. You have good, uh, good solid year-end backups. You may want to make a, a couple, so you have, uh, in case one of them isn't good, you have one, in, one that is good. Make sure you have, uh, you have good, solid year-end backups. And uh, make sure that the, the, those are in place and you have that data stored securely. And uh, maybe a good time also to review your data retention policy. Uh, in, uh, nowadays, uh, data is essential. And so we even uh, have an audit that has to be done every year at the, at the firm level uh, because we have client data, making sure that we're, uh, we're following all requirements. Do we have a data retention policy in place? What does that look like? And then making sure that we're following that data retention policy and how we're storing that data, how we're securing that data. And, uh, and making sure that you have backups, make sure you're following uh, any sort of uh, data requ retention requirements that you would have on your business. Number 20, I mentioned this before, prepare your budget for this next year. Sit down. Uh, what, if you have a finance team in place, you have a controller, you have a CFO, uh, sit down with them, uh, review that budget, uh, make sure, get that budget prepared, review that budget, make sure it's something that's going to work for your business going into 2022. If you're a solopreneur, you're operating on your own, get somebody alongside to help you. Maybe it's a spouse. Uh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a mentor, a coach, somebody that can sit down and review your budget with you and, and help you. Uh, your accountant. I know we do this with some of our clients as well. We sit down, we look at their annual budget, compare to see what, what had happened before, identify what sort of goals they have in place for this for this next year, and then build the budget out accor accordingly. And then number 21, lastly, uh, and I kind of mentioned this as we trickle through this, review all of your policies and procedures. Uh, this may be at the employee level. This may be at the vendor level. Make sure your policies and procedures have been updated, uh, they're clean, uh, they've been distributed, and they uh, lastly, and most importantly, are, are, are definitely being followed as well. So 21 items, I think, as we wrap up uh, the year 2021 that you may want to take note of. I'll go through and uh, um, I'll put, uh, put all of these 21 items into the show notes. You just go through and uh, if it's something you want to kind of sit down with your team, make sure all these are being done as you wrap up this year and move into 2022. Hopefully this will be of some help. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hope you have a wonderful New Year's holiday. Have a wonderful day.